Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, Brian, Mark Malusis, Andrew Bogus with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning, bud. Hey, what's going on? We're doing well, Brian. How about you? You all right? Summer's going well? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Well, glad to hear it. And, you know, intriguing new book that's going to be out here. Uh, tell us the reason. Obviously, you're a huge wrestling fan. Uh, you know, I work with, a, you know, a, a former uh, wrestler and star, 30 years in the business, commentating to world champion Taz on a day-in, day-out basis, you know, vacationing this week. But tell us why you decided to put this book together. Well, they actually approached me about doing the book. They've got a series, 100 things that – for example, Pearl Jam fans should know before they die. Yankees fans should know before they die, whatever. And they wanted to do a book about wrestling and WWE. And so I had written The Death of WCW, and they talked to myself and Dave Meltzer, and I ended up doing this book. All right, so you get approached for doing the book. Now, how do you approach actually putting together about the 100 things you need to know and do uh, before you die. How exactly you start to uh, uh, you know calculate and put together that list? Well, the first thing, literally, the first thing that I did was put together the list. I mean, it's obviously you know you're going to write about Vince McMahon and that sort of thing, but they said like get your list first, write down the hundred things. Once you've got your list, the book should be a lot easier to write. So it's things that you should know and do before you die. And so I went through and I started off with a list of things you should do, such as go to WrestleMania. If you've never been to a WrestleMania Live, you should go to WrestleMania. Uh, go to a WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. Just stuff like that that if you're a hardcore fan, you probably should do. And then I went through and I just made a list of, like, who are the most important people in the history of WWE? What are the most important moments in WWE history? The Montreal Screwjob. Uh, what are some of the most important feuds? Uh, you know, Vince McMahon versus uh, Steve Austin, just stuff like that. And I basically came up with about 104 things and sent them out to a bunch of friends. Said, "Am I missing anything here? Is there any glaring omission?" And uh, we narrowed it down to about 95. And I did the first 95. I left five open. And I basically told them, "When this book is done, if you see anything missing, let me know." And uh, ended up being pretty easy to get 100 things. Yeah, which is kind of crazy to me, Brian, because, you know, wrestling obviously is not new, and it is full of twists and turns and storylines and big names and big stories. I would think the hardest part is cutting the list down to 100. Yeah, I mean, there was, I mean, there are a lot of things that you could put in the book. Um, the thing that was harder to me was actually writing 100 different entries and trying to make them really good, but still having like a 100,000 word limit. So basically, I mean, it seems really easy. Like, you know, you write about 100 things WWE fans you know what do before they die. But when you really think about it, you got to write an entire biography of Steve Austin in a like... A thousand words. Yeah, a thousand words or less. Same thing with Vince McMahon, Shawn Michaels, Bruno Sammartino. The Montreal screw job. I mean, a hundred different things. That was the hardest thing in the book because I want it to be a good book. I want people who are hardcore fans to enjoy I want it. people who don't really know a lot about wrestling to be able to read this book. No matter what level of wrestling fan you are, I want you to get something out of this book. And that's a pretty difficult task knowing you've got 
basically a thousand words for each one of these entries. All right, let's start here, uh, Brian. Um, what's the top thing to do if you're a WWE fan? Oh man, I'd have to go look at the book. I think it's a ten WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you think if you're a WWE fan, the number one thing you have to do is go to a WrestleMania? Absolutely, absolutely. The, the experience, you know, not watch on TV. The the and it is the Super Bowl of wrestling every single year. I mean, the the you know in arena in stadium experience is just off the charts. Yeah, I think I've missed one WrestleMania live in the last probably 13 years. I've gone to every single WrestleMania. And, I mean, to me, if you're a wrestling fan, I mean, it doesn't matter whether, like, you're into the WrestleMania card. Like, maybe you think they haven't done a good job building up the main event or whatever. I mean, when you go to WrestleMania, I mean, there's, you know, 70,000, 80,000 people there. And... You know, usually an outdoor stadium, so you've got the the whole... I always love when you go to a show and, like, the show starts through the daytime and when the show's over, it's at night. I mean, it's cool to watch it on TV, but to be there, it's even better. You're surrounded by crazy wrestling fans. The production of the show, I mean, millions and millions and millions of dollars are put into putting these shows together. Uh, it's the biggest matches. You know, it's Ric Flair's retirement. It's Kurt Angle's retirement. It's Rock versus Cena. I mean, it's just the biggest moment in wrestling history. And to be there live, I mean, if you're a WWE fan and they come anywhere near your hometown and you don't go, I mean, it's just kind of surprising to me. I mean, you should go. It's it's a great experience whether you're really into WWE or not. What about venues, Brian? Are there places that you have to see a WWE event in? I didn't put those in the book as far as, like, you know, attend at Madison Square Garden or attend at, uh, you know, um, I don't I don't really feel like you, you necessarily need to be. I've never been a person who felt like certain venues, I mean, obviously, like, Madison Square Garden, places like that, you know, you probably should go if you get a chance. Uh, but to me, it's more about the event. Uh, the way the WWE puts their shows together I mean, for the most part, they tell you what town they're in, but if they didn't tell you, they could be anywhere on any given week. The shows always look the same no matter where they're from. Um, so, no, I, I mean, it, it's cool to go to, like, the most famous venues, but I, I didn't think that that was one of the most important things about being a fan. Uh, the book 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. We're joined by author Brian Alvarez. The forward is by Lance Storm. All right, Brian, you know wrestling backwards and forwards, right? So you're I hope putting, so. yeah, you do, and you're putting together a book that plays not only to you, the wrestling fan, but to the maybe the the wrestling fan that's just getting involved, just starting to watch. I'll ask you this question: What did you learn writing this book? Oh man, um, I got a chance. I've been a WWE fan like since I was a, a little kid. I started watching in like 1986, 1987, and this was a chance for me to really go back and do some research into things that I thought I remembered, but I wasn't really sure. Like when you're a kid, you, you think you remember certain things. And I got a chance to go back and like investigate. I guess investigate is not the right word, but I went back and looked at all of these shows that I went to as a kid. And I vaguely remembered them as an adult, but this gave me a chance to go back and like find the cards for all of these shows. 
And I actually remember things a lot better than I thought I would. So it was fun to go back and, and look at how many times, for example, WWF. I lived in, in Seattle. And, like, if you lived in the New York market, I mean, WWE was there all the time. It was a New York, it was a New York promotion. In Seattle, like, they never come here anymore. They come here maybe once a year, maybe twice a year if we're lucky. I went back and, and, like, they used to come to the Seattle area. This was back in the 80s when they had, like, four different touring crews. They were here, like, every two months. And it seemed like a lot when I was a kid. But to go back and actually see how often WWE came to the Seattle area in the 80s, it was crazy. I mean, they literally were running a 1,000 shows a year. So sometimes you hear, like, older wrestlers talk about, oh, you know, we had this many, but you kind of think, seriously, how many did you really do? But you go back and look, and they literally were running a 1,000 shows a year. And these guys were doing a crazy number of events. So things like that, going back and looking like the history of the McMahon family, when the family first came here, and how long they've been involved in boxing and or wrestling. I mean, things like that were a lot of fun to go back and, and look at. Brian, uh, a couple quick hitters here. Greatest wrestler, greatest WWE wrestler of all time is whom? Are you talking about like inside the ring? However you way you want to phrase it. Most impactful. What do you think the? Uh, I'll answer this. Most impactful WWE wrestler of all time. Oh God, the most impactful wrestler of all time. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be uh, Hogan, Bruno. And Steve Austin are your top three. The it Rock wouldn't be era. in your top three. I wouldn't put The Rock in the top three because Steve Austin was really the guy that carried the Attitude Era. I mean, he was the guy, the feud with Vince McMahon. I mean, they were the two. Vince McMahon and Steve Austin were the two that made Vince McMahon a billionaire. I mean, it was that feud. And Rock was a part of it, and he was a big part of it because Steve Austin was, was injured a lot, and Rock was the guy that stepped up and carried it. I mean, I don't think there will ever in wrestling history, ever, be another period where you've got a Vince McMahon, a Steve Austin, and a Rock all at the same time. It's I agree like with impossible. that. It's It could just never happen again. When I look back at that era, it's like, how did they get these three people all at the same time? Like, it's a miracle. Like, it's a one in ten lifetime sort of deal. You may get another Rock. You may get another Steve Austin. You may get another guy who plays the boss as good as Vince McMahon. But to have all three at the same time, it's, like, impossible. It really was, and it was a tremendous time for wrestling. We'll close it out here, Brian, and it's a great book. 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. Hop online, check it out, wherever books are sold for the wrestling fan. And Brian, obviously, uh, knows wrestling backwards and forwards. Are we setting up for a good SummerSlam on Sunday night? I hope so. Uh, The build for the card has been hit and miss. But I look at the matches, and I think that in the ring, I think it's going to be a pretty good card. So I'm cautiously optimistic about the card. Hey, Brian, best of luck with the book. We appreciate the a couple minutes here uh, on this Friday morning, and enjoy the rest of your summer. Enjoy SummerSlam on, sa- on Sunday night, and have a great weekend, all right? Yep, thanks so much, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.